0: Some things never change. Um, I'm going to mute this. Mute it. I'll mute it. I'll watch it, though. So game seven between Vegas and San Jose is going on, and Vegas is winning for Vegas reasons. Um, and it's one of the first games this year where I, I could say Vegas reasons because I think San Jose has been the better team, but Vegas is a winning. So, um, you know, we're we're at this this stage again where, No Canadian team's going to win a Stanley Cup, so everybody's going to be upset. And the fix is in that somehow the NHL made it so that Calgary wasn't any good against Colorado, and Winnipeg couldn't win a game at home against St. Louis, and Toronto couldn't finish off Boston. Somehow it's going to be a conspiracy, and it's out there. And I know people say it, and it's ridiculous, but it's going to be out there. Um, And then, you know, I'm looking at my, let's see, the video that I just posted on the Leafs review of the game. Um, Well, just posted, posted like over an hour ago. Uh, 5.8 thousand views, 602 upvotes of 57 downvotes. It's amazing how much the Leaf fans will come out to downvote something, even though I'm as, you know, I had people saying, you know, can you do a live reaction? And I'm thinking, that would go, that would go poorly, um, my cheering while Leaf fans are are going through their misery again, not going to cause any good feelings. Um, and I was tense. And, and here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing that always drives me nuts about sports. So you have a game that's 2-1 to one going into the third. Toronto dominates the second period, and they played very well in the first. I thought they had the better chances than Boston did in the first. So I'm tense going into the third, but as soon as the game's over, people are like, nah, there's no tension in that. Yeah, there is. If if you're a Bruins fan watching that and you've watched them choke away leads during the during the regular season and you've seen them lose games that they should have won, then you're looking at a game where they're they're, you know, only ahead by one on the scoreboard and once they got up by two, it felt like they kind of stopped playing, which is bad. You can't be doing that. Um and as a a, a fan of Boston, I've seen them do that. So You know, it's strange, because again, once the series is over, we will rewrite it to suit our narrative. The narrative is, um, the Leafs suck, and they always have, and they always will, and it's the same argument I hear every year, and it's just, it's not true. Um, And uh, the reason it's not true is two words, Washington Capitals. Um, Up until last June, Washington Capitals were a joke of a franchise who... Uh, you know everybody made fun of, and you know there was the always the urinating tree videos on the uh, whatever, whatever he calls it, the the legacy of failure or whatever it is. Yeah, and that's that's out there, and I I feel bad for for teams that go through it because we have a league now of 31 teams, eight make it to round two, eight, so 23 teams are going to be out. By the time tomorrow night's game, game seven between the Canes and the Caps is done, that's a lot of teams that suck, apparently. Like, in, in honesty, in all honesty, I, I really don't think that Toronto's half as bad as people are saying they are. Were they ready for Boston? Uh, yes. Uh, they were up three games to two at one point in this series. They couldn't close the series out. That's alarming and it it is alarming because you know the the Leafs needed this series. Boston and and the funny thing is I you know I've read comments like oh Boston's getting old, Boston sucks. Boston's going to get killed by Columbus. Did anybody think Columbus was going to win the first round? No, then we we don't know what's going to happen in the second round. We we really don't. I I know we'd like to think we do and that we have some kind of psychic ability, but there's a reason the NHL is redoing all the brackets. Because NHL fans, in general, pick teams that are out to win the Stanley Cup. Not the first round, the Stanley Cup. So uh, we're, we, we want to have this narrative that's all nice and clean. Like tonight, you know, Vegas, who are still up 2 nothing, 17 minutes and 50 seconds left in the third. The narrative is going to be that, that Jones wasn't good enough. Well, Jones was fine in Game 6. Uh, game 7, uh, it's been a little more touch and go. But San Jose can't score. So, to me, that's where the narrative lies. And in the Boston game earlier tonight, I, I felt bad. I did. And that's, that's the part that I, I don't talk about much on the channel because people wouldn't believe me. They'd be like, oh, Shannon's just lying. No, I, I feel bad for Toronto at this point. Um, I know when I picked Boston to win the series in six, I, I felt bad for Toronto. I thought, yeah, they're, they're they're not in a better position to beat Boston this year than last year. And it's too bad. Because, you know, if, if Toronto went on a nice run, it's a great story. It's, it's something that people would rally behind. I was going to do a fun video on 10 different songs they could use as their goal song. But now that they're out, I'd look like an ass. People would be posting like, oh, way to just, way to just uh, rub it in, Shannon. So I have to take that list of 10 songs and bury it. And, and bury that video idea until probably, what, July maybe before I can touch it? I I do my best not to, you know, not to show my fandom. So when people ask, well, why didn't he do a live stream tonight? Well, that's it. Um, I can't. I can't do a live stream during Boston, Toronto, when clearly, you know, Boston's at home and and they have been the better team. So I I can't do that. That would be foolish on my part and it, it just wouldn't go well and i think people sometimes lump me in with 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 the media types and and say oh you're you're the same as these media guys and those media guys i'm a hockey fan i'm a hockey fan and i i bleed black and gold when boston's in there and then i get people like oh you should just pick a team and cheer for them. yeah i should just cheer for vancouver so i haven't had a team to cheer for in the playoffs since 2015 awesome that feels great and oh, San, Vegas just scored again, three to nothing, and and San Jose had just hit a post too. But the narrative is going to be Vegas buries him and San Jose doesn't. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, it, it is interesting to me how hockey narratives work. I remember when the Pittsburgh Penguins were a team that sucked. I remember the Detroit Dead Things. I remember that. Uh, Chicago couldn't win anything and the team was was run like absolutely horribly and they were drafting these Russians that weren't any good. And then 10 years later, they're a Stanley Cup champion. Uh, Do I expect a Stanley Cup in Toronto? I I have said all along, I don't like how Kyle Dubas is doing it. I don't think the way that Kyle Dubas is, is constructing the team is one that works. Uh, They need more help on defense. Mike Babcock in the post-game interview said that uh, Jake Gardner was playing at about 70% tonight. He was not 100%. But that Gardner at 70% was still better than any of his other options. That's throwing the general manager under the bus. That's saying, I do not have the bodies I need. So if we're dealing with an injury, I, I can't fix it. We don't have the depth on the blue line. They have the depth up front. They don't have it on the blue line, which is what people said the whole way along. Um, I think Muzzin was a fine addition, but they needed more, and they didn't get it, um, and and as a Boston fan, they've gone into their well of depth plenty of times, and, and I really think that while I understand there are a lot of people that think that, that Boston's going to fall apart soon, and that core's getting old, and everything's going to fall apart, they're not as old as people think they are, and it's not... It's not as set as set in stone that that Boston's necessarily going to fall apart anytime soon um, i I like the team that Don Sweeney's put together. I think it's uh, a very well um, set up and and I think that they're they're going to be good for a while they've still got some good young prospects. I didn't like the trading of Donato I still don't like the trading of Ryan Donato, but you know what they're in the second round of the playoffs. Minnesota missed the playoffs, so for right now, I really can't complain. I I, I would if I could, but I, I really can't. And again, then, then the guilt hits, and it, it's there, and that's what people see sometimes in my reviews, is guilt. It's sort of like, um, since Leaf fans constitute the largest fan base in the league, so obviously even on my channel, uh, the, the number one view count is going to be Toronto Maple Leaf fans. Um, it's sort of like you get invited to a party to watch, say, the Super Bowl or the World Series, and you're the only guy in that other team's jersey. And you're watching as all these other people around you are miserable, and you feel great. And it kind of makes you feel bad. At least for me, I know for other fans would be like, "Oh, this is great! I can't wait to rub their faces in it." I don't do that. Um, I've had I've had Leaf fans that I've I've gloated. I remember 2013, but it was only because after. Uh, Toronto had won a game in that series, and it looked like Toronto was going to win it, he gloated big time. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll keep that in mind, and uh, we'll see what happens in the series. And then when Boston won, you know, I wore the jersey to work the next day, and I, I kind of came out at lunch and said, I didn't see the game last night. Did you see who won? Was it Toronto? Because I, I didn't see. Who's Toronto playing next? And he just sort of walked away. And that's that's the only time I've ever done anything like that. And I get it from Happy Gilmore. Um, been using some Happy Gilmore memes a little bit myself uh, on social media today. I, I have to admit because... Um, you know, there are moments in that movie that, that express both happiness and and anguish. So, you know, the gifts work, and because I wear a Bruins jersey so often, which dates back to me being in elementary school, uh, it works. And that was the first jersey I had was a Boston jersey. It was not Vancouver, because it was one that was given to me. A friend of my dad's was a Boston Bruins fan, and he, he I don't remember why he was getting rid of some clothes, but he was getting rid of some clothes, and he gave me a Bruins jersey. And I thought, oh, this looks really cool, and I, I wore it. And I'm like, oh, this this actually looks pretty nice. And I wore it to school, and it was the first time ever that people actually said, hey, I, I like that. That looks good. Because normally the clothes I wore, I I love my mother very much, and 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 God bless her. But her her taste in clothing sometimes wasn't Beyonce that that the Kmart line. So you know, when I started wearing some some nice Levi's jeans and. Throwing on a jersey here and there, it definitely got more comments than when I wore, well, the the, the the Kmart. If you're not old enough to remember Kmart, oh, you're so lucky. Oh, I was, there was some scary clothes, you know, and you'd, you'd get these scary clothes and they'd last for like a week. You'd sneeze and they'd split at the seams and you're like, you know, these probably aren't going to last very long. I understand they're cheap, but they're, they're made of paper. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was a challenge and 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 wearing that bruins jersey it felt kind of fun and that was at a time when i was starting to get into the bruins a little bit um i was in grade i want to say 6 it was 6 or grade 7 um and i was wearing this this bruins jersey that was all ratty and beat up the 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 bears had actually come off one of the, one of the sleeves and it was starting to come off the other shoulder um, eventually, obviously I replaced it, but, uh, I replaced it with the white one, to be honest. I, I don't even remember what happened to the black one. I know it, it, it got, uh, given away at some point. I don't remember if it was before I moved out on my own or if it was after, but, um, I did get a white Bruins with the, the bears on the sleeves and I've still got it in my rack here. And I got that while I was in high school. And now tonight I'm the enemy. and I get it. I get it. Um... You know, uh, Bruins fans are the enemy, and oh, Chara punched Tavares, oh, for sh- for shame. Um, you know, honestly, it, it, they, they they let that go at the end. There was a big schmoz at the end of the second period, and they decided not to call penalties out of that. Could you have called Chara? Yeah. Uh, did they get a power play in the third? Yes. Did they do anything with it? No. Um, I... I I don't look back at games like that and and I don't know if people have noticed that in in my reviews over the last two years or not, but I try not to dwell on a missed penalty, a missed chance, uh, something that, oh, if if the referee had called this, the game could have been completely different because you get into that what about uh, scenario, you get into that... uh, that, that spot, and I used to do that as a fan, where I would, I would just be thinking about just how, oh, if, if only that moment didn't happen, that that would have been completely different. And I think where, for me, it changed was when Kluche allowed that goal from center ice against Nick Lidstrom. That was just, that just gutted me. And I remember after that game thinking, geez, you know, if, if, if he doesn't allow that goal from center ice, and then a part of me thought, yeah, but he did. And it really doesn't matter. And I remember back then, um, my ex and I used to complain about how Detroit played dirty and they were a dirty team and um, they were bullies and they were pushing the Canucks around and it wasn't fair and we hoped they'd lose in the next round. And all the same things that people are saying now. Um, and, and you know, on on the channel, you hope Bruins lose in the next round and they suck and they're a dirty team. But when we look back, we don't remember Detroit as a dirty team because I, I realize now they really weren't. They were just—they were better than the Canucks. Did they bully them? Yep. Did the Canucks roll over? Absolutely, and that's why they bullied them. Uh, the the Jake Debrusque comments, for instance, that I've been seeing from from Leaf fans ever since the Cadre incident. DeBrusque is—he's a physical kid, but he's a skill guy. He is—he's a skill. He's a goal scorer. Um, he he goes to that physical well against Toronto because he knows it works. He knows it knocks them off their game. Um, the the one thing that I I think we learned that might be really alarming with Toronto is they seem like a fragile team. Um, And where we saw that was, you know, the Islanders game. Now, I said at the time, and I still believe that Islander fans were just a little bit over the line. And I still think that some of the comments are just like, okay, just, just relax. He's gone. It's done. Just, just, you know, relax. The whole goose frabba thing, right? You have to see anger management to know what that means. And, and yet, the the fact that the Leafs had such a horrible effort that night. They got outplayed so badly. And then and then they had like the Tavares appreciation night when he got back and I thought, wait, what? He's making eleven million a year. He already knows you appreciate him. If somebody gives me a million dollars, I'm gonna go, I'm appreciated. Um I thought I thought it was weird and I, I thought that it, it, it made them look fragile. Now I'm not saying they are, but it gave that appearance. And that team wasn't really changed enough at the trade deadline, and then they go in against Boston, a team that, yeah, they they have they can play that physical game. They haven't played it during the season very much at all. They are not a rough, tough team, but uh, they can. Okay, now somebody's down on the ice for San Jose. I don't know what happened, but he is in trouble. Oh, he's bleeding all over the place. Holy crap! Is that Pavelski again? <laughs> Joe Pavelski. Yeah. In distress here. Holy crap! It's Pavelski again. He, th- if he if it wasn't for bad luck, he'd have no luck. And now Sharks players are going after uh, Vegas on this. And there's crap being thrown on the ice. And Paul Stastny, they are furious at the play that happened. Cody Eakin went straight. Has been corralled over to the penalty box. Now Stastny and Couture have been. In discussion for some time here. What in the world happened here? There's blood everywhere. Geez, ten minutes left. They're down three, nothing, and and there's no way that Pavelski is going to be able to finish this game. He he was just down. Five in a game for Cody Eakin What the hell happened? Well, Cody Eakin is going to get a call from the NHL on that one. Yeah, I'll say things I won't necessarily say in the review when I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, Pavelski was already fighting fighting with injury, and what the hell happened? He's got the towel on the side of his face. Was it a high stick to the ear? We'll step away in San Jose and return in a moment. What happened? No, you can't... What the hell? All right, so that's that's the series. Five-minute power play. I would say they'd have to score twice. What the hell? You guys need to start playing nice with each other, I tell you. These playoffs have been brutal. They really have. And, uh, you know, uh, this series had really settled down. We'll see if that ends up bringing out the, the bad blood. Although... Um, after the hit, uh, they showed Stastny and Couture talking and there was no swearing back and forth. They were just talking about what just happened. So, uh, that's a good sign that maybe it won't become something more. If it does, Reeves is on the bench. He'll deal with it. That's, that's how that normally works. Yeah. Hockey's a brutal sport, man. That's, that's rough. I, they may have cut away because of, uh, the blood all over the ice. They, they do tend to do that. Ugly incident, though. Pavelski's a warrior. All right. Uh, and that's part of the reason why, as much as I hated San Jose when the channel started, I don't anymore. I really don't. Um, I just wanted to see a good game tonight. And, you know, Vegas It's kind of one-sided in their favor. So Vegas, again, this would be four series wins and they never won at home. That's kind of strange, ain't it? That's weird. Um, I. But, again, I don't think Pittsburgh's ever won the Stanley Cup on home ice. They've won it five times. Maybe it's just the stress of playing at home that affects people. All right. Anyways, um, if you're a Toronto fan listening to this, I hope there's no hard feelings, but I understand if there is, and those will linger until, okay, they're probably never going to go away now. Uh, This is too many times in a row that Boston's knocked out um, Toronto. And, And for me, you know, I used to feel that way about Chicago as a Canuck fan. Um, I felt that way with San Jose as a Canuck fan and the Kings as a Canuck fan. Wait, what did Eakin get five for? For that? What? I mean, it's an ugly hit, but... and the athletic therapist. What? A five-minute major was given to Cody Eakin. And
1: so
0: somehow the focus has to come back to the game. It's a five-minute Wow. All right. That being said, okay, one goal early on the power play, so six seconds in they got that first goal. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the Sharks. Uh, but uh, thank you guys so much for, for listening and for tuning in. Uh, It is greatly appreciated, and here's to hoping for cooler heads to prevail from here on in the playoffs. It ain't going to happen, but I can hope. All right, thanks for listening.